here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. A 19-year-old was arrested on Thursday after at least two videos depicting her assaulting a fellow pupil went viral on social media. Now, uh, according to the spokesperson for the Gauteng Department of Education, uh, Steve Mabona, uh, the particular pupil has appeared in the local magistrate's court and she has been remanded in custody until the 5th of February uh, for further investigation. Now, we know bullying has become a huge problem um, in our schools, um, whether it is from primary school right up until high school, even into tertiary education. We seem to have a huge issue when it comes to bullying uh, in this country as well as worldwide. To chat to us a little bit about this and how to encourage our children to open up about bullying, we're joined on the line by Nomvelizo Mabanga, um, Banga, sorry, who is the Managing Director and Founder of Mieni Development Institute, which is an African Indigenous-centered approach to coaching, human development and personal growth. Nomvelizo, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to us. Thank you, Lisa, for inviting me. Now, let's start off with something. Uh, you know, a, a lot of times uh, people say, no, bullying, you know, has always been there. It's always been in schools. It's kind of just to teach you yes. character, you know, just to, to teach you how to how to stand up for yourself. Um, would you say that, that bullying is something that has always been there and now just with the age of social media and all the rest of it, um, it it's sort of like just more in the spotlight than it used to be when we were growing up? The interesting thing is that even in our workplaces, um, we do have bullying. Yeah. Um, so it's always been there. The difference now is that kids can now record it mm. using their smartphones. So it's always been there. Um, that what makes it even more challenging now is that it becomes almost like a double-edged sword where the victim becomes um, not only get bullied physically, but also via cyberbullying as well. Um, because once the video goes viral, they get an add-on trauma mm. of them being seen in that particular condition. And, you know, I, w- I was discussing this with a friend of mine the other day, and I was saying, yes. you know, yes, you had bullying at school, um, yes. but almost like when you went home, depending on what your home situation was like, but at yes. least you could go into your room and it, it was almost like a safe space. Now yes. you've got this phone with you and it's almost yes. like the bully follows you home, follows yes. you into your personal space and there's almost no place of safety. It's definitely like that. Um, also, uh, because they're called teenagers, the challenge with teens is that often they don't report bullism at home. They mm. don't report that something is happening at, at, at school, mainly because they try and fix things on their own first. Um, and they believe it good to, if they take it home, it's going to make the situation even much yes. more worse. So often they keep it to themselves, except um, thanks to your WhatsApp and your other social media platforms, it does follow them home. Because then um, some, and the, and there's a team where um, somebody at school placed um, a police situation as a WhatsApp status update, which meant everyone from their school who has that number had access to her image and everything else around that. But definitely it does take them, it follows them home. It doesn't help that we're living in a, in a world where parents are also very, very busy. Mm. So by the time the parent gets home, the child is being depressed and closing themselves and sleeping in their room so that they never get to see exactly what's going on emotionally with a teenager, which is where the problem often lies. So when it comes to encouraging our children to open up, what are some of the things that that we need to be doing as parents? Um, the first thing that they can do, things that they can do is to report it to a teacher at school. Um, even though I must admit that sometimes schools don't know how to, to, um, to handle bullying situations, 
because they think about the reputation of the school first, so they try and hide it first in the school and the school and set up. So the next thing then to do is to really talk to someone who's older, be it an aunt or a parent at home, or if, 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 a, if a teen is afraid of a parent, they can talk to a friend who's older to report the situation because if they don't report the situation, it adds on more emotional trauma. It eats up their social skin even more. And then it also makes it difficult for them to even show up for their academics at school. You find that a child is failing, not because they're, they're, not, they're not smart, but because of the pressure they go to when they go to school. And Nambali, so before it even comes to reporting, though, um, you know, yeah. the, the child needs to feel like somebody has their back. So whether so, so you know, the, the school needs to create an environment where children feel that they are safe in reporting, yes. but also parents yes. need to create that kind of environment in their homes where, we, where, where, they, where the, your children feel safe speaking to them. Um, what, what things should, ch- should parents be doing to ensure that they have that kind of supportive and, and safe environment for their children's, children at home? Um, one of the important things is conversations with the kids every day when you come back from school um, or from work as a parent, just to check with you how are they feeling and how are they doing from, that, from each day um, of their school life. So parents can monitor um, the kids' emotions when they talk about school and they can monitor um, their social expressions when they talk about school. Because it's in those little things, how the child feels, how they talk, their tone, um, and then how they, they show their emotions when they talk about school. Then the parent can pick it up that something is not right at the school front. And then what the, then the parent can do is to probe, ask more questions or talk to teachers to find out if there's anything that's happening at school. So it's that. And also I wanted to just add that sometimes we do support the victim, but we forget that even the perpetrator sometimes is a very insecure young person. Yeah. Might be using the, the bullying thing as a way of coming their own mm. insecurities. And um, so you find that they experience more problems and they're using um, violence as mm. a way of, um, of hiding what they're going through in their own homes. Often it's problems at home. Now, of course, you know, you say that we talk to our children, but we know teenagers are, are kind of known for not talking yes. to their parents. So, so, you know, it's not the question of, so how was your day at school today? Because all you'll get is a fine, you know, it, yeah. it's not, or okay, or, uh, you know, <laughs> boring. Uh, so how do you handle that? You know what, um, I think something that I'm focusing on a lot this year in talking to parents is that you must start when a child is in primary school because when they are younger, they talk more. Um, so what we often do is we wait up until they are older and then we realize, oh my God, my child has grown. I need to catch up in a relationship with them. And by that time, it's late. So what I recommend for parents to do when your child is still young, open up their communication earlier on. So by the time they become teenagers, you don't struggle that much to get them talking. The other thing um, that I'm trying to introduce this year is sometimes teens, um, they talk more through writing. Yeah. Um, so you can have a general exchange as a parent and a, to a teenager where they can write down their thoughts, but then you have an argument together that you write notes to each other using a journal or using um, a letter system of thoughts because teens, so that they don't want to talk, but they don't know how to do the talking. Or sometimes they're afraid that the mother or the parent might um, overreact if they say certain things. So the family needs to have a rule around how do you communicate? Yes. How do I not overreact if you tell me something? 
Um, and also, one of the things that parents overreact about is the boyfriend and girlfriend situation. Because um, parents often assume that it's going to go haywire quite soon. So kids tend to keep those things to themselves. And we find that sometimes the fight that teens have at school is around um, those things like who's dating who, yeah. uh, who's prettier than who, because of just the being an insecure young person going to the adolescent stage. So the best thing really is to, is I think parents are the ones that need to lead the conversation, no matter how difficult it is, until your child is comfortable knowing that if I say something, I won't be punished or reprimanded or be shouted at for saying something that is not in line with the rules of being a teenager. No, Melissa, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to us. If people want to get hold of you, what's okay. the best place to do that? I'm on Facebook. I'm a team coach, number this one, Banga. So they can find me there. I'm always on Facebook. I'm that person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you. That's Nombalisa Mbanga, Managing Director and Founder of Mieni Development Institute.